0: you know like just attack a bunch of the players in the metropolis or whatever and like they're they're like oh fuck they're juice. somebody juiced the goblins (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) like
1: like, you're mentioning that and i'm like getting flashbacks from grounded when something (laughs) aggroes. you can see it's like eyes glowing red and you're like oh god "Ah, oh
0: welcome to ashes pathfinders your dedicated and trusted ashes of creation podcast join us as we share in the journey that reignites the embers and rekindles the flames in the hearts of those long left to cinder i am your host simorg i'm joined today by our returning pathfinders let's welcome back your ashen herald daedalus hello everyone also welcome back um questionable cult leader armored cell what's going on with the painting on your face uh i'm getting a really weird vibe i'm seeing me looking back at me in a dress shirt and a black pants but then also you look a little similar can you elaborate on what's going on here
2: oh i was i've been listening to the voices and it said told me to embrace it a bit more (laughs) Little Simi over here has been telling me that I've been a bit too basic. No, he is not. <laughs> yeah, I was um, going to
1: say that looks a little bit like a dark overlord mirror which is, you know, which is appropriate, you know, given the the source subject.
0: Can I side note but uh, I want to say something. I'm just going to say it before we get into the rest of the intro stuff. Um considering what today's discussion and topics actually around, uh no, that's just going to make me look
2: bad. It makes the you wonder. You free. <laughs>
1: the truth will set you
0: free, my friend. No, no. But one could say it, it, it's almost as if there's an avatar of Sim to the left, of freaking armored cell, and he's getting corrupted to, like, I don't know, like, Dress up the cult vibes. If that were to be a thing in a hypothetical world where that is even true, which it's not. You know what I'm saying? And people that are listening to this are going, what is he talking about? And that's why I say you just got to be here live. Speaking of being here live, shout out to all the homies here in chat. I see y'all. And before we dig in, got to give a shout out to the home of this podcast. What's that? AshesHQ.com, the community curated website for all things Ashes of Creation. And also a shout out to all of the Imperial Flames, which are the supporters here on Twitch, over on YouTube. Thank you so much for keeping this community's flames bolstering greater week after week friends and speaking of weeks as of this week if you would like to do us a solid that's where i go over to the the uh, well-known social media platform known as twitter that i'm sure tons of people are using i not so much as i used to but you can go over there to ours at ashes pathfinder And click to all the links there. You'll find all the places our podcast is at. Give us a review, homies. And if you leave a comment along with it on any of the places the the audio format of the podcast is, we will read it here live on the show. Yes, indeed. We've got uh, some news, friends. What's the news? What's that news exactly? Well... We've got a, a developer stream coming up this uh, Friday, don't we? And I might as well go and just pop that up here on the screen for y'all. So if you want to get your questions in, go over to the forums on com. Go to their, their post right there. You've got till Wednesday, this Wednesday, March the 29th at 11 a.m. Pacific to get your questions up for a chance for them to actually be over. On their developer stream, meaning they they could choose some of your questions and answer them on their live stream, which is going to be this Friday, March 31st, 11 a.m. PDT, PST, what is it? PST now, right? Whatever, yeah. Pacific. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm over. Can we get done with the daylight time BS? I'm sick of it, dude. Jack's going to sleep up twice a year.
2: Yeah, we don't, I don't have that idea. How okay. nice We're, for you. Queensland just has like a straight, just normal all time so wow. uh, the rest of Australians are weird they have their their, their yeah, other yeah. stuff but different standard
0: okay so it's cdt now there you go or pdt yeah d daylight it's from the spring forward to the fall got it so uh gentlemen and and to all the homies here by the way cheryl i see you i saw that on socials that nonsense that you posted about yeah she she decided she was gonna go show some love and basically on twitter say it's dark sim time what all i was doing is saying the podcast's gonna be starting up and then i get that from one of the longest com- longest following community members like i don't understand the the ridiculousness kk
2: So the person that knows you the most, is uh, is is, is that what what
0: you're going with? No, it's not what I'm going with Armored Cell. And we don't need that clip. We don't need any more of this. These aren't the things, the clip, okay? We can pick some positive moments to clip too. We don't have to get all the times people try to like, you know, misrepresent me or like I get obliterated by an undead creature or, you know, spiders or snakes or whatever. Oh my, I don't need that. All right. Okay, thanks. Cool. How you guys yeah, been doing? See, I'm glad I spoke and somewhat over talked, talked
1: over you. I'm going to in front of the train here to get things moving. I've <laughs> um, been, been doing great. I've been playing a lot of grounded uh, and uh, the survival game and it both is enjoyable and scares the living crap out of me most of the time. I do not like insects, and this game is definitely testing those phobias. But it has definitely been a good time playing that game. So I, I'd highly recommend it if you're into survival games. Um, it's it's great with friends. Um, it's it's decent single player, but I would say it's better with friends, as usual with survival type games.
0: Nice, nice. But you sure, armored, Sal. What about you, man?
2: Well, I'm I'm still playing Rust with my uh, my teammates. My God, I thought I was sweaty on the, the <laughs> this wipe. This is one of my teammates. In the last two weeks, has put in two hundred and eighty-seven hours. What? He sleeps with the headset on, my dude. dude. He's been guarding the base like nearly twenty-four-seven. No kidding. He is putting in the goddamn effort. <laughs> I kid you not. Like I, I farm the shit Holy out of the, that game shit. so that oh, you yeah, have enough boom to raid people. But this dude is like Fort Knox like he's oh like someone's here now oh was no, right i'll get rid of him they're dead i was like god damn man oh, but yeah dude. i look at him on steam man and he's I she's how much he's done he's 287 hours in mm-hmm. two weeks dude that's that's insane i
0: feel like i put in a lot of hours in the past uh pff, i don't know like however many weeks it's been you know what i'm saying yeah like the past week i played the shit out of some games dude i took it i took it to a whole new level man i played the hell out of some hogwarts resident evil 4 the remake launched on friday which i was talking to you guys about uh played that on friday god damn name man the love you know what i'm saying when you bring a game back i was like it's been 18 years since i played that on the gamecube man it feels so good it, it does, man. It's a good, I, this, I feel like this year is going to be such a, a good year for gaming. You Hogwarts legacy, the, the list of things I plan to play this year or ones I've picked up that like some of you all here have actually shared with me. Um, what like Jedi was a Jedi, uh, in order right there's hogwarts legacy resident Evil 4 i picked up resident Evil 7 um there's crisis core there's freaking the remake of final fantasy 7 there's v rising launching in the the summer and there's that exo primal game i might want to play in the summer too and there's like so many things man so many things it's a good time to game man and i feel like last year i was going god it feels like everything sucks not this year i feel like this year is like a very you know very very much the opposite so it's been it's been a pretty good been a pretty good week um for me personally because i like played the shit out of some uh hogwarts and did a little genshin did some uh did some uh resident evil 4 and i played like what i think i actually played like six days last week so i was like that's like a lot for me six days out of the week and doing something in the area of like five average hours a day is pretty significant for me so uh yeah, we're going to take it a little bit easier this week because my eyes and things were hurting a little bit on some of those days when I got towards the end of the week. But uh,
2: yes, it's some eye drops. Just, just just power through. <sighs> just get some eye drops and power through it. Gosh, dude. Yeah, there's game of eye drops.
0: There's so, so, so many good things to play, dude. But we're going to be talking a little bit about what we kind of trailed off on last week, which was that whole the soul construct. Right. Um, Evil the domains the the dimensional planes and things found some interesting excerpts from some of what steven specifically has talked about um so it's going to be interesting to chat about that a little bit um did you guys see some of the stuff that steven had shared this week i'm going to i'm going to read some of these points real quick uh some things that he had shared on so shout out to the homies who posted this we had a uh, Gosh, uh, Arthas, he had posted one. So Steven had noted on on his personal account on Twitter, he said next week's showcase will reveal functionality around the story arc systems, including real-time sequencing and zone transitions for POIs and world events. We'll discuss in detail with our narrative team how these work in concert with creating a world that reacts to the players. Um, He also said which just came from you, Armored Cell. If the Mage is not uh, next month, it'll be the Cyclops. And if the Mage is next month, then the Cyclops will be in May. So there's yes. what to look forward to
2: in April and May. It's not often we get to know what the next two are. It's no. We get to know what one is and next two. This mm-hmm. is good. So that's pretty
0: good. That was actually some pretty good feedback to give you a bit of an idea about like what we're going to be seeing. Uh him sharing that about the story arc system. Now I am quite curious about what exactly we're going to be seeing in the upcoming dev stream, because, uh, even if you go and look Dataless, we weren't thinking we were going to get to see much. And I still don't yeah. think we're going to see a lot, but it does look like we're actually going to be running around in there somewhere. We're going to get to see that. And it sounds like, so between that, between the, 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 um, the narrative design team and, and then also showcasing how this is going to tie into, uh, story arcs and point of, uh, sorry, the, uh, uh, the, the node sort of like development aspect of it with, with sort of like story arcs and points of interest and creatures and things that are unlocked and, and, right. and everything in the world. So that leads into the other question then, which is going to be like, and this is for all of you too, right? We got about a week, six days, whatever, five days, whatever, dull, uh, the dev stream, what are we hoping to see knowing that this is some of what they are giving us a bit of like heads up on on what to sort of know is gonna be there, i.e. those people, those things, et cetera. What do we want to see?
1: Hoping to I see I mean, um, I was actually pleasantly surprised to see that they were gonna go do the story arc system because that's actually something that I didn't know that I wanted to hear about at this moment until they mentioned it, because that's something that I think is also yeah. like one of those systems behind the scenes that's really going to make ashes unique to be able to, and each server unique as well so they had talked about that high level in the past so seeing how that story arc system works actually is pretty exciting for me so that was a pleasant surprise and definitely I'd like to see what updates they've done with the mage that was the other thing the cyclops i mean I'm okay, but in comparison, you know, my priority would definitely be the mage and more Mm. continue to see more class stuff to see how they've evolved that and try to go in the style they did of the second tank video um, that they did because it was much more well paced. They were able to go through the skills right away, kind of demonstrate them Mm. when out when there wasn't chaos And then kind of once they got into it, then you could kind of see them like working together. And I'd hope to see a little bit more about what that combo system they were talking about and what other interplays there might, or at least they're trying to test right now, I think would be good too.
0: Mm. What about you, uh, Armored Cell?
2: Another class showcase is really good. That's really what I like to see. But at the same time, I haven't seen a new world boss in so long. That the cyclops is actually what i'm looking forward to
1: really so
2: cyclops, yeah I, I want to see how they interact with the world what like uh the spawning mechanics like i want to see like what sort of things are they going like if it's, there's going to be a whole showcase about the cyclops it's not just going to be about this battle mechanics right it's going to be like how world boss. it's going to be more like a world boss sort of stream rather than just a cyclops stream. so i want to know more about world bosses mm-hmm. how important they are how they affect the environment because a lot of things affect affect the environment, so I feel like the world bosses also do the same thing. Just like the they have mentioned, like if you take down the certain dragons, it will affect the weather as well. Yeah. So it's on like what happens if we take down the cyclops? Will, <laughs> will forbes like sprout up new trees or like, you know, these sort of things that I'd like to know about. Um, how they planning world bosses to sort of interact with the world, and that's that's really important to me because like the more things that I know about how the world interacts with other things, the more I get a better understanding of how the world works. Mm-hmm. So yes, the made showcase is good, but the Cyclops is probably going to have more information. I always love more mm-hmm. information. That's, that's where I'm going with it.
0: Yeah. I certainly hope so too. I, I think, I think, I think I'm, I'm with Daedalus on this. I with with what he had said earlier as well about Carfin. Like I don't, I don't know that, like hearing about what they brought up like that wasn't really something i thought about when it came to you know the stories the story arc system uh that they're kind of like going to be uh, discussing in a little bit more uh, especially with like the real time sequencing and zone transitioning of POIs and world events that that particular bit to me is is a big one because this is that whole quote unquote living breathing world that reacts to the players uh, tie in, and, and it's a pretty big one too, um, because points of interest uh, can can be very you know important not only in regard to the world events, but also uh, in regard to you know how things sort of change. I mean, Tower Carfin, for example, right? This is a this is a poi, and there could potentially be events that can. Uh, spawn around that POI as well as plenty of other POIs as a result of node changes because uh, it's as much uh, tied into the foundation of 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 sort of like our experience in the game as as much as like a dragon that's hidden in a cave that's hibernating that no one knows about that wakes up because player behavior causes uh no to develop to city or metropolis level right um something that could potentially uh develop to a metropolis level that may be bridged upon the borders of Carfin something that is a static place in the world that isn't like something that's going to reveal itself as a result of player behavior, but instead um, is also uh, something that exists already in static, but could potentially evolve as a result of. Um, When we think of the shambling hordes of uh, zombies or undead creatures that could potentially encroach upon a city in the form of a world event, as a result of player behavior and being that close uh whereas maybe you know server a is going to have that let's say that's our server here the pathfinders are all on server a let's say server b never even encroaches upon the tower right and you get some whole different variation of of potentially Carfin for as an example it's like influence on the world and our our experience as a player as a result of how that changes that that to me is huge right and there are other POIs that I think that we aren't going to know or even POIs until things spin off as a result of player behavior. But I'm really looking forward to seeing what they decide to share because this could be a potentially really big stream mm-hmm. if they choose to really elaborate on it in a way that they did. I would say in, was this the last live stream when they had the devs on with the UI stuff. Yeah, thought it was just going to be a UI stream right yeah but when you look at iconography and we were sitting here for what how long was it like 15 20 minutes looking at the iconography and like all going uh, together just going oh my god like look at this look at this look at this and you know it may just be iconography but like there was a lot that we pulled from that that we were talking about so
2: we definitely did but i just posted this in our chat as well Mm. so there's also another thing so the POIs aren't just Like large POIs aren't just influenced by one node. They're influenced by many nodes that are around it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not just like if uh, server A has like um, one, two, three nodes affecting it, server B might have like four nodes affecting it and be completely different.
0: Yeah. And I think a good frame of reference is if you think uh, parent nodes in regard to nodes and their vassals, Mm. think of that in reverse. Yeah. Right. As like imagine that like you know the parent node idea is like a poi, and then the vassal idea is like the influencing nodes. That's how cool would that be if like that? Like let's say oh, I wish I, I had it like because you know the nodes everybody they're they're not they're irregular shape they're not all cut yeah. the same way. How interesting would it be to like let's say you got like four uh, nodes that you know are around a poi that are within it's like and this is like the thing too uh how what kind of influence uh, area is a poi gonna have like how yeah. like what's the borders of that
2: like like does the poi affect the node yeah that,
0: yeah exactly
2: like let's say there's a, like a, a metropolis right next to it yes but then there's like a level one on the other side of it yeah the metropolis might be able to withstand like the corruption around it, but the other yeah. one might not be able to affect it. And the other one might be like getting taken over by corruption or something. And yeah. So like, you need to deal with it.
0: Right. And, one and, love to yeah. That. And what portion of that node could be influenced? Like what part of it's potentially like zone of influence area is impactable or impactable by that POI. Yeah um and i think the corruption idea is like a really good frame of reference because we can visually think of that one as a world event right Mm -hmm. corruption spreading
2: well that could affect Mm -hmm. like gatherables that could affect um uh, animals it could affect all sorts of things yep like we've already they've already mentioned like like the corruption flows downstream as if it's like a plague almost oh yeah dude it makes sense like if there's too many strong level nodes near it and there's one weak node that that weak node will start to suffer i feel like that would be make sense considering how the world reacts and sort of uh not attacks the um the people in the environment but sort of like interacts with the people in the environment depending on how we interact with it
1: yeah I, i do feel as well like if they do do any events like i i'm like thinking back to different event based like Mm -hmm. content and games guild wars 2 comes to mind rift comes to mind Mm -hmm. new world comes to mind and i think at some level i i'm hoping that they're thinking about how they can introduce variation in those encounters as well um so that it's not tedious and grindy which is what i kind of found um in The other games that i mentioned it was just like the same thing over and over and i don't know like if they're already talking about like a system where story arcs have some sort of dynamic way to provide content to the players i hope any of their like air quotes like world events if it's like a corruption event or something it maybe has some variation and maybe potentially like different tactics that players need to follow. So it's not always the same thing all the time. I mean, at some point people are going to do it all and it's going to get somewhat repetitive, but I I hope it's a longer process for that to happen. Cause I do know that while it was fun, it has like a time limit or an expiration date on it. um, If it's, if it's too repetitive Um, or like even more so, like if the rewards aren't that great, um for participation and i think that's the other thing is that's a balancing act um you know you don't want it to be so good that that's all people do because that's the best way to advance but at the same time you don't want it to be like a feels bad moment that Mm -hmm. you put in this effort and then people don't do the content right um so Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah i would i would like that and i would like the fact that as well as like again if something that i think what new world did i i liked in the was in the sense of if you didn't address an issue and this is something that developers have talked about and intrepid as well if you don't address an issue it becomes bigger and worse, yeah right and then the challenge becomes greater and potentially the ward becomes greater too i
2: would like to see that you know in action at some point too i would really love to see if we could like not just stop the event but if if it's affecting another node if another node like another people from another node can come over to the node that's getting affected by that event and come and cultivate it and try and like make it worse for that node it's, yeah it's like it's like, a, like a passive aggressive sort of attack yeah like, yeah just mm-hmm. just like beat it you know what i mean yeah I or would like love to see that too.
0: Yeah. yeah, or I mean, how interesting too. I mean, this is something like I think we've talked about, you know, by proxy to conversations already. But the idea of something they have mentioned with like, let's say, deforest an area, and that potentially impacts the node, uh, you know, in regard to you know uh, revenue and income and resources yeah. or whatever. But like, imagine if like also as a result of a certain level of deforestation it's just looking at trees um that could also potentially influence something like that have a contributing factor into that Mm -hmm. and then like then the idea of sabotaging a node in more than one way yeah that and and, you know and one thing i wanted to say too is when you uh i think Daedalus was talking about this a second ago uh was talking about like you know the variety of like uh whether we're talking events whether we're talking um corruption or or whatever is going to happen uh narratively or otherwise one thing to me is like you know that one thing to me that i think would be very interesting and it's not a reinventing of the wheel either when we we talk about things like this in regard to things that can sort of like come about as a result of player behavior or even just inherently is sort of programmed into the world already um you know we talked about like uh rare spawns in world of warcraft and i talked about how like the time loss proto was like a rare spawn of a rare spawn so when people were in uh what was it called um storm peaks right I think it was Storm Peaks, wasn't it? Yeah, this is the far northeastern north uh northern continent or whatever. Uh Storm Peaks, you would you go flying around, they were like, okay, so there were spawn locations for rare spawn, and these are the different things that were possible popping at these particular locations. And you'd say, uh, the monster A had a chance of being at like these different places here, and then you had like this uh dragonkin one that was like at these different places, but on certain points then the time loss had a chance of popping too. And I think it would be very interesting to have like something like that sort of programmed in. So if things like corruption or if things like, um, you know, the big, the undead are are roaming around or a Cyclops is there and maybe it's deforested, there's like a, a sort of like, you know, potential for, you know, three, four different things that can sort of play out. And then player behavior sort of helps to like reinforce, one and or another, but it's not always guaranteed. And people are, when we talk about like influence of nodes and things like that, and we're like, oh, well, to talk about this happening seems like too big to have that level of variety. But we we forget about how old just a rare spawn idea in World of Warcraft is. This isn't like reinventing the wheel in a lot of ways, right? You can make this sort of thing work in reverse and vice versa and influence the way things just sort of You know play out Mm -hmm. So it's not like it's It's super off the wall and I I kind of wonder sometimes when when Ashes talks about some of the things That are possible and we Can see how it's not like reinventing the wheel To talk about certain things happening I I kind of wonder if there's Like a certain level of complacency Among MMORPG Or just gamers in general Where we sort of have this really low bar uh, For like What we kind of conceive as like being possible right because i think a lot of times we just want a good game and i think sometimes we've been shoveled so much crap for so many years that to think that something can kind of be at this level seems unlikely when really it's not like it's impossible we've seen tons of different circumstances where this is kind of like normal and it's been normal in games for like 15 years even you yeah. know well, it's food for thought i think in that regard um oh what is this one right here oh yeah so you posted uh this was in pathfinder chat so no one else all's pois in in regard to will the node that the dungeon is in be on theme with said dungeon a question that was posed in discord and steven said pois of this size do not normally attach to just a single node this is reinforcing off what armored salad brought up a minute ago usually there are multiple nodes that can potentially influence a large poi the theming within the node occurs around storyline or NPC spawns and events. So just reinforced everything we've been talking about. Oh my god, that's awesome to hear, huh?
2: Yeah. Sure that's, is. God, yeah that's why. That's why I asked the question before about um, if we could sort of like give gifts to other fa- like NPC factions, like goblins or whatever, mm. because like. That's that's another thing I'd do. Like, if I see a node progressing and I want them to progress, would, I'd I'd hundred percent give like good spears and good weapons to the goblins. so when they do attack that city, they not they don't have like little stone spears. They've got like mithril spears or something, and they wouldn't expect that. And I'd, I'd absolutely love. <laughs> Yeah, I absolutely love the, the look on the faces of the people. Like, oh, it's just goblins. We can take them on. And all of a sudden they got like enchanted gear and stuff. And like, what the hell happened to these goblins? Where did there they get this go. enchanted gear from? And I'm just in the background. It's like, yes, attack.
0: Dude, could you imagine uh, seeing a bunch of like running in with those old glowing weapons that were like, oh, my God, they've got like illustrious whatever weapons they're coming in. Yeah. They've been They've been like geared up by somebody. Oh, God, help us.
2: Awkward, but he didn't say that could be like a they could be like an expansion or DLC. So true, yeah. I oh, ah, dude. I'd love that. I'd absolutely love to be able to, if like passively, if like not so not attack NPC factions, but sort of like assist them. Because like, I I don't need to really converse with them as such. I just want to be able to mm-hmm. like yeah, influence them in a way. That's that's the same thing with the corruption. Like, I'd like to like make the corruption be more more potent when it attacks other nodes and stuff. So that way, it's going to help our node progress further.
1: So you're saying you want to supply weapons to the uh, guerrillas so that they can wreak havoc on the populace?
2: Damn right. Well i I plan on like my, my craft skill's gonna be alchemy, so I'm gonna actually probably give them like calf potions or strength potions or something. <laughs> so I'm so gonna like a goblin with a hilt Big like a,
1: that's <laughs> all I all we need. Juiced goblins <laughs> Jeez, with magical yeah. weapons. Taking uh, people out, man. So I, don't, I
2: don't know what the, the strength potions will be called in ashes, but like in D it's like uh, uh potions of like hill giant strength. I'd love to give that to like a goblin. Potions. Yeah.
0: You imagine seeing an event where the goblins are like I'm like trying to uh, you know like just attack a bunch of the players in the metropolis or whatever, and like they're they're like, oh fuck, they're juiced, somebody juiced the goblins. You know what I mean? Who well, <laughs> the fuck did like, it
1: like you're mentioning that and i'm like getting flashbacks from grounded when something aggroes, you can see it's like eyes glowing red and you're like oh god "Ah! oh shit
0: that's so funny it's
2: happening they turn into gym bros man and they start wearing like (laughs) tank tops and stuff (laughs) they start wearing tank tops and just like
1: (laughs) goblin gym bros i've seen it all now (laughs)
0: oh my god they buffed they juiced God, dude. You know what I actually would really like to see? And this is like, this is a question we can all answer, which is what would you wishful thinking like to see in regard to knowing what they're going to be talking about? I'd like to see maybe, and I'm not asking for a lot of detail, detail here, but I think it would be cool to get and this is going to totally segue us into what we're going to talk about today. If you remember last time we talked about the ancients, the others, the gods, the pantheon, influence on the souls as a construct, which we're going to elaborate on more. The secrets of evil, if you will, um, if you want to call it evil. But
2: yeah, it's a very gray area,
0: you could, especially the armored cell to armored cell. Not some more. OK, thank you. Now, don't don't I don't need that. Daedalus. All right. We don't need any more for that here. Real talk, though, it would be cool knowing that there's a religious system, knowing that there's the Order of the Seven. This is like multi-layered for me. Knowing we have Avatar of the Phoenix and avatars might, you know, potentially be a thing, which I believe they are. It would be really cool to see them elaborate on how potentially religion as a whole could impact story. I mean, it would be. It would be cool if that was like an example they use because they'd really give us a lot to speculate around with potentially just little bits and pieces. They wouldn't need to to really share anything in regard to story. They could just talk about how something like religion and influence of religion could impact narrative design and the story arcs and all that stuff that they they already mentioned that this could play out in. Just that alone would be like a lot for the nerds that want to like speculate and they wouldn't even have Mm -hmm. to give us the actual concrete details of story
2: right i mean my that's as you goes into my question which i'm going to be asking this (sighs) this uh this this one is uh Mm -hmm. if npcs can go into uh if npcs can become the avatar of a god yes can can players also attain this avatar state that's going to be my question, and that would be really interesting. Because if, what if you can become the Avatar of the Phoenix and get, like, some sort of buff for a short period of time if you're, like, that's high in the religious order? Can you... We have talked about higher mm-hmm. Powers. Uh,
0: this is I, I'm like somewhat teasing here, but, like, you know the list that we've been compiling of questions for some reason that we've been putting together recently? Mm-hmm. Apparently, we're the only ones doing it. You all have been invited to do that, too, and none of you have taken just saying... How bad do you really want to know stuff and things? Not that bad. It's cool. We'll, we'll be greedy and make it all about our questions here. But you should make sure you put that on. You should send that in there if I don't have it already, because I want to make sure if that isn't something that's elaborated on, that we can maybe potentially throw that into the list there. Yeah. Mm. Oh, my God, dude. What the hell, man? <laughs> this is like um, Armored Cell. It says <laughs> Avatar, of the Phoenix Tim starts breathing a, a little
2: faster. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is a reminded me of last week after the show when you like posted to everybody you're like thanks guys for letting simi ramble about the dark emotions laughing my ass off and i was like how did i see that real yes yeah,
2: and straight away you did you straight away just hammered up to that like straight <laughs> after i got like i'm clipping that i'm 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 clipping that i was like wow he, he also really appreciated rambling on about his dark thoughts
1: Yeah, I think we might want to, like, work on the color scheme for the hammer because it seems a little (laughs) bright, you know, considering the subject matter. Just saying. We might want to work on an alternative icon, you know, when you play your alt.
0: Oh, shit. I'm fine. I'm good. I'm okay. Not that it matters to any of you all here present because you all don't really want me to be, clearly. But it's fine. Or maybe you want me to be really okay.
1: It's a great area. We just, so. want, we just want you to be yourself.
0: <laughs> you mean, I am being myself, okay? Right? Gonna fucking do this to me. I'm not that weak of mind, y'all. Hashtag what? Speaking of uh, weakness of mind, the corruption does influence uh, the mind, doesn't it? And um, we, we've talked about our Stephen leaks. We've talked about what we'd like to potentially see let's let's talk a little bit i went did a special search on the wiki dash is a creation wiki and i just did a search on souls and i'm gonna link that here i pulled up a couple uh areas right some are tying into like king a tracks respawn lore lore in general the essence there was some interesting things like soul binding is considered gear binding which is interesting that, that this the word soul comes up around a lot of things. If you if you haven't realized it yet, I didn't realize it myself, just how frequently the word soul comes up as it relates to a lot of different things in the game in regard to systems, in regard to lore, in regard to the essence, in regard to the others, the ancients, etc. So the soul is is a much bigger construct, I think, than we have even really given it credit for at least in regard for them and in how their game design is approaches is going, how respawning, uh, et cetera. But I wanted to read this particular thing. Okay. And it goes back to something that, uh, Steven had brought up and we talked about it somewhat, but not this specific point. And we're going to go into realm discussion today a little bit more and focusing on the souls once more. So we talked about how the souls act as conduits, and it's a very integral component uh, for some of the broader features in the storyline. We talked about that, right? When you think about souls being a conduit, and this is elaborating a bit further here, what are conduits used for? Conduits are passages. They're methods by which essence can travel between realms between planes, and there hasn't been any definitive understanding of just how many planes exist. Very interesting in that in that in that statement, though, from Stephen, because realms and planes don't sound like they're the same thing, with how that's been stated previously. Mm-hmm to elaborate further we understand that there is a disparity between the planes when it comes to their connection to the essence and because essence is so powerful and it flows through these planes almost like a river you could think that conduits help to maintain that flow and or even exaggerate the flow and there might be something at play now he didn't want to touch on this and elaborate on it further but this creation of the material plane is something of significance, according to Stephen. This is a this this really sort of opens up room for a lot of discussion, mm-hmm. not just in regard to the souls conduits, et cetera, but as transportation and also manifestation is what I'm hearing. Is that what you all are hearing? How do you how do you yeah. take that?
1: Yeah, I I agree. And I've actually was making me think like mechanically what the difference might be between travel to another realm versus travel to another plane. Right. And I feel like we had talked about this before, right, that there is potentially other worlds. There's there was some comment at some point, um, I believe, from Stephen around the gates and the Divine Gates and how there was some influences from Stargate. Right. I think what would be really like a great idea and maybe it's an expansion thing or something that they do, maybe in the initial game, if there's like a realm you can potentially travel to in a particular patch. But I would love to see us being able to reconstruct a gate that might be have been destroyed in in the, you know, in the fall of Vera uh i think the difference here is that you use maybe the gates to travel between realms because that's how we we traveled from sanctus to vera right and vice versa right Mm -hmm. and you know after the fall um i think getting into a plane of existence might be i mean granted this is probably similar but it might be a portal that requires like a specific ritual but it's not necessarily tied to a gate. Um, I would kind of see that more as like it's let it's more ethereal versus the gate system being more corporeal. Um, so that's kind of how I'd see that, a- and also like how you power those gates, right? If essence is a you know, it, you need to channel essence through that, there's got to be some level of like you know, a soul energy or essence energy yeah. being funneled mm-hmm. into the gate in order to power it. And the reason I say that is, again, speculation based on, well, how did the gate to Sanctus get powered? The mm. you know, Avatar of the Phoenix basically, you know, sacrificed herself in order to power the gate, which I would expect, being a conduit of the essence, funneled her soul energy into the gate and activated it.
2: Mm. Yeah. I, I, like me personally, so like, let's go back to the whole Avatar thing. What if someone was able to become the avatar of creation again, and that's how they were able to open the portal? But in order to sacrifice something, maybe they sacrifice twenty-five little levels. Would you be willing to do that? Or a legendary weapon they found? All legendary weapon, like something of great value or sacrifice, must be done. Because, like, if you look at even now, um, there's uh 2b2t on like this is a bit off tangent on um minecraft there's lots of these stories on that server that add like a legacy to the server so the whole this whole thing of um these one-off events or these one-off like sacrifices like if someone was to sacrifice to open up a gateway to get into this expansion that would be like people would talk about it and be in a wiki for years Hmm the very first person to open up the gate sacrifice like the 25 levels or whatever or sacrificed a legendary weapon that halted uh, progression in a different area of the server but advanced in a different area because of that sacrifice like these sort of stories really amplify like the like the lore of a server and that's what makes it really interesting to me is like how each server can be different and I'd i find it really intriguing if that like and we we always talk about well not sorry we don't always talk about it, but we're talking about how there's essence and then there's life energy, right? Um, yeah. if a player was to use that sort of technique, how would that mechanically what like mechanically how would that affect the character? Where it would be like obviously I don't want to talk about character deletion because god damn that's harsh. That's yeah, really harsh.
1: <laughs> yeah, it would be.
2: Like, I do not I think want... anyone would want to do that. No, honestly, I mean, if maybe if instead of character deletion, maybe it was like a prestige thing, and somehow like they've been reincarnated and they got a new cat, like a new character, but it's like a prestige class or something because they sacrificed because hmm. that could be yeah. a bit of an incentive. It's like you have to start again but you now you got this this weird anomaly with your character and you don't even, this is like a new adventure, like you don't even know what's gonna to happen to your character now because you're prestiged.
1: Yeah, maybe it's like another horizontal progression.
2: Yeah. Oh my uh, God. See,
1: I think, oh, oh, sorry to interrupt Sim, but no, Arthur's made a really good yep. comment here I wanted to call out. Mm-hmm. I said, if the avatar channeled in the gate, um, can we take that energy in some of the avatar which powers down and closes the gates? I actually like that idea is like, is there an ability for us to transfer energy between gates or reincarnate like an avatar, Avatar, like the avatar of the Phoenix, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that would be good. Like, again, it's more of a summoning ritual or potentially you need to do that in order to, you know, change something in the world or open up something else. Maybe it's redirecting the energy from the gate from Sanctus into something else because that's what you need to get there to maybe progress or like mm. break in a new content because you find a breadcrumb that says that yeah or yeah exactly or the energy powers of weapon like a mm-hmm. legendary or something like that
0: yeah so. yeah there's a another uh, aspect to all of this that i wanted to like uh reiterate upon if anybody remembers when i when i myself was like i hypothesized for years that future content if the game is to do well uh, or let's say the say the game does well, right, and it and it surpasses you know the test of time, and continues on into the future. Uh, I am extremely confident. In fact, I would I would say take it to the bank that I am this certain. I am absolutely one hundred percent in in my gut, sure. And I would bet on it that going to other worlds is totally going to be expansion content, like there's no doubt in my mind uh, because of the fact that Sanctus exists in the first place, because of the fact that the gates exist in the first place. And also because of reinforcing data based on what data told you about the stargate influence component. Um, Yeah. Also because of this fact, which is that when we hear about realms and planes, I, I hear realms and I think, other planets other realms right but then the world realm is also shared in regard to the gods so we aren't going to know we're not going to get the details about the pantheon until we experience the game period yep. we're going to very very minor details about the gods and the pantheon we know it take it to the bank they've already told us steven's not given up much on that but the gods and ashes of creation represent different aspects of the universe and feelings as well. And each God has a specific realm that they relate to in the world and its creation. So that's interesting because if realms mean planets, then realms as they relate to the world and its creation, it's like some, there's gotta be some level of like, you know, terminology that just, is interchangeable for different things or same things so uh, hearing what they mean by plane versus realm and how broad or how specific those terms are is something that i think is important understanding avatars and how those specifically work is also important because they describe the avatar of the phoenix as being the celestial avatar Like, again, so how broad or specific of a meaning is that? Is it something bound to the material plane? Can it go places outside of the world? Is it interdimensional or planetary, potentially? You know, and then when you know that Sanctus is a place that has no magic, low technology. Right? Like, what's the highest level of technology Sanctus is able to... Develop over the potentially five thousand years that the gates have been shut, or whatever. Yeah, a lot of questions, you know. Answering mm-hmm. or or um, the dev team giving us a little more clarity on any of those things will help us to really get a better understanding of how all of this is going to make sense. And and that's without knowing the details about the lore and the pantheon stuff too. So. Those are some things that I'd like to know.
2: I mean, I think you sort of mentioned it there already. I think realm, like you said material plane. Right. Which means, like, that's why I'm saying, like, material plane is like Vera. But then other planes of existence could be other planets. But the realms are more like the domains of the gods. So it's more like their house. Yeah. That's what I'm imagining. Right. But um, with the whole um, traveling to different areas, you mentioned this before, even Alpha 1. And during the Alpha 1 login script screen, uh, screen, I did mention this to you, but it, well, it actually shows you where you're going, <laughs> and it shows you going to Vera. I'm like, why would it show you going to Vera? Where else do yes. you want to go? Yes. And then each one of the um, server names was oh, yeah. also, a, like, one of the server names was actually the very first character that the, um, that Steven had used, which was like a mage. Yeah. And I was just like, is that one of the gods? Like, is that one of the avatars or something? And Did they name each one of the servers as the avatar that i was i was digging into that for ages but yeah the, the fact that they you mentioned like we might be able to travel to other worlds and then they brought out alpha one it's like oh yeah you're going to vera like yeah. where else are we going to go
0: why would you say that <laughs> yeah why would it be listed as a, as a destination point unless there's more than one
2: yeah right that's exactly right
0: potentially the future yeah Yeah, you know what's interesting, though, is when I was looking on the wiki, they Stephen specifically said and noted the sphere of influence of the three other gods has not yet been revealed sphere of influence. That's interesting, isn't it? overlapping spheres overlapping potential like realms of influence material planes this is like there's like so many places they could go with this too because if there's multiple planets what influence do they have is it some god has maybe even potentially more of one planet than another that was the case then than the others right you know there's like a whole lot of things that think are there
2: we also talked about like other planes, like other planes of existence, but then there's yeah. that um cosmetic pack of that void cat or whatever it was. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: the cult mm-hmm. one was that the cult one?
2: Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, so we're just like that that shows us other creatures in the void, right? So if there's, yeah. other the void, there's other creatures in the void and other creatures in the planes. Oh man, you
0: see what I'm saying? You see where I'm I, going with
2: that. I want to add the cosmetic pack for a creature we can't get yet. Yeah,
0: sphere you know, you to... influence.
2: I feel things, like we might be able kind of? to go to the
0: void. Oh, that, I believe. That one, I think. That one, yeah, that one. I feel like that could like be ultimate. Like that could be like a potential ultimate place we would go, though. Potentially, yeah, like you know. game. For, yeah. yeah, like end of it all, into the game.
1: Potentially, so, well, maybe. I mean, I'm ex- well, end of end of one part of the game. I would <laughs> yeah, hope. <when laughs> yeah. <I, I> mean, <laughs> kind of hit me in the oh, feels there. <listen>. But, like,
0: but what do you one mean? Thing, end? What do you mean? But I don't you, want it to end? I mean,
1: we've been waiting for this game for like half a century, dude. Okay, or half a in game In game years. Yeah. In game years it's half a century. But <laughs> one thing I wanted to say too, like when you're talking about like travel between realms, right? We're talking about soul energy. I'm actually watching a TV show. It's like kind of a reimagining of Kung Fu. Oh. And one of the things this uh, season that they have is they have characters that have this ability called being able to travel right they have a totem they can travel between realms and so on so i think that would be an interesting concept too right for us to be able to move between realms potentially move between planes in order to do that i kind of see that almost like an attunement quest like from back in the day that would be another way to have like a really cool story arc to get enough people to be able to travel to another realm um as well using like a totem or having like maybe mm. one of those abilities that you talked about armored cell when you're when you reach that you know highest tier and you sacrifice yourself might be yeah. a realm travel ability of some sort.
2: Man, You never know. I mean I also hope there's like not just like the portal itself, but there might be like a a cat but AK version of travel. So like instead of the portal was like the high-tech version. Our version could be like getting a essence ship and riding the river of essence oh, to God. the other planes. Because it does travel through the planes. Interdimensionally, that the Yeah, that would be cool. Like, oh, that would be cool. Through like, like an ethereal that, plane
0: or something? Oh, and there's like, like
2: the like transport plane? That'd be crazy. Like you, I, a lot of like Mythos you see, like uh, the, I don't know what it's called, like it's like the, a, a living boat that's, like, got death or something on it, and it's, like, traveling yeah. through, like, Hades and stuff. Yep. I imagine the same sort of thing, where, like, you have to pay, like, a token or something, and they take you through the river of the essence to the other planes. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the... uh
0: this is, I might be spoiling stuff for my own shiz here by saying this, but this is, like, a thing I'm huge on, because you look at human mythology, Um you could look at, like, Norse mythology. There's a lot of different mythological... um references to this over like humanity's existence um it's not like new but the idea of like trees right and so this if you think about it and you you go to like the idea of tree and ashes of creation the gods of creation and is the tree like the phoenix and the phoenix is the tree being reborn then you got this idea of like remember how steven noted specific trees or certain trees that were special in the game on the one of the live streams ago Mm -hmm. so i kind of am wondering if this is this is really out there. There's no evidence to support this. It's just me thinking. But let's say that there's a a plane of existence that is like this ethereal plane. And there are trees that serve as like entry points as as potentially their own like conduits or whatever. Let's say that they had souls and that was like a conduit point. And this is like how all the river across the different realms or planes of existence is like tethered together is by some construct like this, trees or whatever, then that would be very interesting because now you've got like your, you've got your points, you've got your travel points, you've got your node points or branch points or root points, et cetera. That like, yeah, like branches that are reaching to different planets or planes potentially uh, across the, the variety of different realms. And you could even like tie into like spheres, right? If you were to do, let's say that you've got like this world tree idea and then you were to take these spheres and take three-dimensional spheres overlap them around the branches of the trees the roots etc and now you've got these like spheres of influence you know or dominion that the different gods have and that could get real interesting in terms of why we would travel somewhere because if the three uh gods for example were uh uh, let's say that their spheres of existence uh you know, overlapped and let's say they were all in the branches of the trees, which would be really interesting. Let's say that one of the gods, let's say the gods of creation is down at the root uh area of this tree of life construct that exists, right? This ethereal tree that perhaps like sort of like branches out and stretches across all of creation. And you've got this material plane, that material plane, um, and there's like this ethereal sort of like branching where the planets potentially Um, if you were not to think about them in terms of like a solar system, right? But think about it in terms of like the spheres of influence and, and everything. And you got three gods out of 10 that went quote unquote bad. And then those spheres of influence within the tree or planets and or both in terms of realms, planes, and the physical world of the planets is like corrupted now as a result. Well, now you got reasons we could travel. You got a method for transportation, right? And you got all this really... (laughs) <laughs> Arthur's is like. Sounds like you're solving an equation. My brain exploded.
1: <laughs> Maybe that. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't hear the coniculator canif- valve or caneflin pin <laughs> in that, so I don't, I'm not sure how to actually put all that together. Oh, no, really? <laughs> oh no,
0: dude. Did I just like do some weird? I'm sorry. But my brain went places, and I started to think about this three dimensionally in terms of spheres and planets being like you know. <laughs> dangling ornaments within the spheres, but the tree itself—the ethereal tree—is the way to like sort of. I don't math in my off, my off time, <laughs> Cheryl. Yeah, it was, it was oh my, my understanding. God.
1: Also, there would be no math. I'm sorry, I'm, everybody. I'm gonna have to phone a friend for that. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't clip that. And make me sound crazy, okay? In my brain, it mapped out like I could totally think of a. Maybe it's the world builder in me. I don't know, but uh, I, no, I'm it, like totally. It, it made sense. Okay, to me. I'm good. just giving
1: you a hard time. Shit. But Okay. Yeah it does make sense to kind of have that, that crossover to be able to do that. And I think there's got to be some design behind it. Otherwise yes. it's going to feel random. Uh, and, and, and obviously there's got to be discovery, right? It can't be like, okay, yeah. You know, you find one book and okay. You've you've just solved it. You've got to be able to piece things together. I think that's going to be um, how you're going to engage players. Yes. Right. Is being able to work this out. Um, you know, if you look at like games that have like, You know, exploration as like a primary thing, or discovery, or puzzle solving as a primary thing. A lot of times, it's finding different things that work in concert, almost like an escape room, if you will. Right? Is you've got like different pieces that tie out and like putting those clues together. That in in and of itself engages players. Like even in you know that Blizzard game, they did something like that with some of that. I mean, granted, at some point it got solved and it was posted all over the internet, but the the initial kind of stages of that was something that was pretty fascinating to the players. And I would love to see something like that. I mean, granted there's some complexity to what you've said, whether or not that's, you know, fully executable in the live game, we don't know, but the fact, and that's kind of another reason why I'm really interested in how they're handling story arcs, because this is going to clue us in and how they handle like bigger events and how that potentially could work
0: yeah oh my gosh i feel like i need to orient a question around around this and just throw it at him to get oh, him to absolutely. explain it but really i'm baiting him to to like leak Ooh, i'm gonna do yeah, it to, to,
1: to do what he did earlier and said don't tell anyone i said that i mean okay. Meggers already got you she's like i got you that's
0: why they screen questions
1: uh,
2: no. yeah that, that's why you always gotta ask questions indirectly
0: yeah, I'll, I'm gonna pose the question there, and then he might answer, but like so, kind of like this, and that's a part of the thing.
1: <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> oh, I'm I gonna... asked the question one time, just yes. like that, where I kind of like baited the answer.
0: Yeah, you're like ask for I... clarification, and then he like
1: yeah, and then he was like, <laughs> yes. "Wait a minute, we didn't reveal that. <laughs> hold up, hold up," and he's like, "You almost got me there." I'm like, "Yeah, I did. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna."
0: Don't clip this because we don't need this because then I'll never get invited anything again. But next time I almost sound like I'm telling you something's about to happen. and I'm planning for, huh? I shouldn't have done that. Something is going to come up in the near future and you'll find out about it soon, but I have a list of questions and I'm going to totally ask my questions like this and have my proposed follow-up clarifiers that potentially could give us that down the rabbit hole, undermining yeah. the uh the planning, if you will. <laughs> that wasn't dark overlord shit. That was just nerd stuff. Okay. There's a difference.
2: Yeah. You just ask him if two plus two equals four. And then he's like, oh wait, that means one plus three also also equals four. I'll be like, Thank Oh,
0: exactly. Thank you. I mean, I just God, man, you know? Just thinking small here. I just really appreciate the clarification. You know, ask small questions with the broader never mind. All right. Next, what are we talking about? Someone pick up, please. Sorry, go now. What? Uh, I don't need evidence. I do food show. they'll never invite me to anything again. This gets out, but I'm going to do it. And Alfina, as always, we can count on you to deliver the loot. Because that's loot for some people around here, I'm sure. Am I right?
1: <laughs> no? True. It's true.
0: <sighs> I think I just came up with a good idea. I've got some questions that now are going to be uh, on the um, list for the next time we actually have the opportunity. Some of us have the opportunity to actually sit down with the man. So, yeah, I it's interesting because there's been a lot of discussion around respawning, you know, and the respawn lore is actually pretty interesting because I feel like this also ties into what we've been talking about here. Uh, So as a character enters into the world of era, they are empowered with the spark of life that comes from the goddess of creation enter into the world. They are empowered with the spark of life. You didn't have that on Sanctus. I'm guessing people didn't poof into ash in Sanctus. That only happens on Vera. This, this spark houses a portion of what represents their soul and their conduit the, to the essence and when a character dies, they disintegrate and dash in a dash and accords with the mythology of the cycle of life, death, and rebirth that's associated with the celestial avatar of the gods of creation, the Phoenix. Hmm.
2: Does that spark fine. of life also reanimates the dead? I don't know, man. I don't think this. I don't.
0: So we know there's no magic, but it's interesting because the spark of life is different. It kind of is a little ominous when you think about it, though, right? It's almost like you're dead inside if you live on Sanctus, but you're not when you're on Vera. It's an interesting way to think of things, isn't it? Do hmm. you agree? I'm not saying we're all undead, really, or anything like that. That'd be no, weird.
1: but you lose your connection to the essence at some level, right? And you I need mean, or spark maybe it's for that. More, yeah, you, maybe it's more muted at that point, right? Because you don't have a direct connection to it. So does that mean you have to be in
2: Sanctus?
0: I don't, <laughs> that's exactly what that means. It means when you die on Sanctus, you are dead. No, do not pass go. Do not collect any amount of money. Drink only from the skull of your enemies like you're doing right now. Um,
2: Man, that's that's scary. Like that, that goes from like a normal game to like permadeath, if you go into Sanctus. You, you, your character gets deleted. You go to Sanctus and you die, that's it. You're gone. Your character. Well, I know I'm not
1: planning trips back back home anyway so it's good you you know i gotta say thanks
0: i gotta say um (laughs) armor cell when i look at you (laughs) i I look at you it's almost like i see myself with hair but cloaked right now is that weird it's like oh that's what i would look like if i had on the war paint and had hair hanging down over
2: the Oh, the, the, Do you realize that's more-
1: what I said at the start of the show that you yeah. denied, and now you're just circling back? So just wondering, you see some mixed signals here, buddy.
0: <laughs> um, maybe I just don't like the be, way more, said There'll
2: be more paint pain next week. <laughs> oh wait, what? There'll Except be more
0: you- <laughs> Oh my gosh, yo! I'm gonna laugh. Oh. This doesn't
2: come off because I got work like <laughs> yeah. five hours.
0: I mean, like, I want to know what you look like when you wipe the paint off. Don't use permanent markers. They are indeed permanent. Ish. Did you use a marker by chance?
2: No, no, no. It's uh, oh. Oil-based paints should be fine. They're going to be fine. I'll, I'll, I'll just get sandpaper. I'll just...
0: You know, I'm sure, dude, because if it's oil-based, look, I have put I have oil-based. This is how you get the shiny That's dome. Oil, right? It is, baby. That's different. <laughs> it's all genuine persian oil over here from the original factory such as it is and it's a different kind of uh that's
2: that's how you keep your couch all shiny too isn't
0: it (laughs) oh you didn't dude that was well played (laughs) but also wrong show for that so that would have worked out way better on the lfm podcast which has not been on for a few weeks now i think right
1: yeah. Yeah. I'm getting a little separation anxiety. I am too.
0: <laughs> I was like thinking about this week when we, I was like, God, man, when are we doing the next one? Do we know when we're going to do that next? I forget.
1: Um, I, I'm free for a while because my work trip got moved. So I should be good for anything in the month of April.
0: Cool. Awesome. Great. We'll have, we'll have some LFM shows soon. I've got some topics for that show. And if you're going, wait, what is this? Why are we talking about another podcast? There's another podcast. Yeah. It's usually on Thursday, same time, different vibes a little more ridiculous and references about that i mean if that's the case then you know that there's been a lot of oil rubbed off on that couch over time but there's a oh, i didn't know exactly <laughs> and people are like what does that even mean i'd be like it means nothing don't worry about it, and we're gonna leave it there before it gets too weird how about that <laughs> because we got Oh, we got a developer live stream coming up this Friday. We're going to do um a watch party here if you're down to hang out, a little a little bit of um a little bit of post show, right? Before I go into Resident Evil and get myself slaughtered probably, but we're going to watch it together. So, potential for me looking like a kid in a candy store and probably many of you as well if you're lore nuts. Hopefully, they not spoil lore, but just kind of elaborate on some things that gives us clarification that could be real good for conversation so we'll uh we'll have to see what's up but a little bit of carfin even if they don't go fight bosses it'd be i feel like we'll probably see lady or Laria lamont there i mean likely we'll see her kind of hovering i don't know that we'll see fights but it would be cool to kind of see like is there like you know pools of stuff in the tower is it still sort of there and if it is that allows us to kind of talk about um kind of talking about the blood magic component right because like imagine if they show off that and we see pools of blood it's like how long has that been there then you know if it's fresh mm, what are you sacrificing
1: potentially or there's Ooh. like you know magical preservatives or something
0: <laughs> this is why the blood pools last for thousands of
2: years and doesn't congeal
0: it doesn't congeal can I fish in the pools of blood giga you would be very disappointed if you couldn't and I know this my friend so i am hoping for your sake the answer is uh in absolutely yes but we'll, we'll find out we'll find out here in the near future friends gentlemen any final thoughts
2: well, looking
0: no, forward for to the stream stream hmm? yeah yeah <laughs> I was like no <laughs> We are going to be doing our next podcast. We'll actually be talking about what what's going on on the dev stream. We'll have some dev outlines for you. Compliments, as always, probably from Skylark the botanist who has been getting that for us. So we'll have that up uh, after, so you should see that Friday night on the uh, Ashes HQ website um, under articles. And uh, yeah, gentlemen, I'm looking forward to seeing what we get to look at, and we'll be probably nerding out about it. We're all three here. Lord nuts. So it should be a good time next Sunday. So everybody, let's get it together. We're gonna to have a fun chat, I am sure. And uh gentlemen, why don't you shout out your domains uh so people know where to find you when you're not on this particular show? Daedalus.
1: You can find me on Twitter at the Ashen Herald and on YouTube, youtube.com slash the Ashton Herald.
2: And uh uh, you can find me on my domain of uh, twitch.tv slash uh, unexcel. <laughs> <Like, laughs> domains of gods.
0: <dogs. laughs> thought you were going to say something else about like the realm of, uh, well, whatever, whatever a dark uh, cult leader overlord would say. So I mean, he kinda sounds like somebody him.
1: got a promotion too, like god status.
0: Wait, what? Who that?
1: He said what, realm of the gods. So did, I'm just wondering, yeah, somebody get a promotion.
2: Yeah, we well, you, you just said we all got domains. Yeah. I think that's like part of the
0: cult of Stephenism or of Stephenism. There's something going on there that we're not aware of. That only Some
1: Godhood action, yeah, only
0: Armored action. Cell would know about, right?
2: Every, so. everyone, everyone is free to praise the <laughs> Lord and Savior of Stephen. He will uh, uh, save us from the corrupted MMOs and save us from Dreamworld.
0: Oh um, yeah, the the last MMRPG you will ever play, per their mission statement and uh etc
2: that, that's very true
1: it's the last one because there's probably there's plenty of others that i would play before that
0: absolutely yeah you're you're right about that that's what that's what they meant oh, damn. that's what they actually brilliant
1: meant. marketing scheme to get no profit whatsoever
0: yeah that's how, how you do it these days y'all um when your your girlfriend leaves you your friends leave you and all there is left is the dream that is your own world rip the dream world rip the dream world if you all know what that's about we don't worry it's uh jokes at their expense uh or and you're actually, much you're <laughs> really not yeah it's a, that's it friends we are gonna go ahead and sign off for today i'm looking forward to next week uh, uh but look we might be at the end of today's show homies but as always um you know Remind every person who either listens to this, watches this, that you don't have to be on the round table here to be part of the, to be an Ashes Pathfinder, right? You just got to be one of the many of us who are on this journey together. So much love to all of you to Intrepid Studios. And until next week, live your best lives. Walk in the light. Have a great night, everyone. We're going to see you again real soon.
1: Bye for now. Take care, everybody. Adios.